Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. Uh, this week's episode is called Safe to Be Seen. So, often we don't feel that safe to be seen. I know uh, for myself, well, I spoke about this in an email, but I know for myself as a kid, I um, my parents were fairly volatile and there was a lot of um, yelling and screaming and hand gesturing and things like that. And it it made it hard, I think, to be comfortable and safe. And so often you would do and say things that would make you be uh, less obvious, less noticeable, less likely to be picked on. And, you know, it would make you be, I guess, kind of um, a bit of a yes man or to be a bit um, too compliant perhaps. Um, I know as a kid I hated getting in trouble and still to this day I feel sick if I think I've upset someone. So, uh, you know, it's been, it's a hard road to learn, I think, as you become a leader to be able to take that some people don't like you or that, you know, sometimes you can upset people. It's interesting, uh, I mentioned in the, in the Facebook group that I go and see a, a lady that, um, you know, she does some massage and she just loves things with me and she um, asked me at the end of the session, you know, to say one word that would, uh, that pops into my head, you know, regardless of the, around the session. And so the thing that she, the thing that popped into my head was the word solid. And to me that was like, I don't understand why that would pop into my head. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. And she was like, oh, no, that makes sense to me. She said people that were in domestic violence, and my parents never hit each other. Um, you know, I might have got an occasional smack, but it wasn't violent in that way. But it was loud, and there was screaming, and there was aggression, and there was uh, you know, always this need to defend yourself. And so she said in, in cases of what she called domestic violence, she said often um, these people don't feel uh, visible and they, you know, hide. So uh, I I thought that um, it was interesting that when we put it in the Facebook group too, that, uh, you know, so many people commented on, um, you know, this being visible and being seen. And, of course, you know, many of us are um, mumpreneurs or, you know, people that want to have their own business while they have a family and, you know, we, we need to be seen and we need to have a voice. And so often we didn't feel that we had a voice and, that, you know, we spoke quietly and we didn't be who we were supposed to be. And so I I thought that was interesting how many people responded to that. So I, I thought today's topic would be important to help us be okay with being seen and being okay with being who we are. And I, I cannot stress enough how important it is for us to to be who we're supposed to be. Like we, we, uh, well, I'll give a good example. I was very privileged. A friend took me to see Oprah on the weekend. She's a wonderful lady and her story is very inspiring. And, uh, you know, she, she mentioned that she used to always want to be like Barbara Walters and, you know, thinking about what Barbara Walters would say and do and how she would do things. And, uh, someone interviewed her over you know a couple of space of years and and uh, they said well you know you, you haven't changed it's still you but there's just more of you and I I have been thinking about that because I think this is important for all of us you know not just for Oprah 
that who we really are is important and each of us have um, gifts to offer, each of us have um, things that only we can do, uh, people that only we can speak to, you know, people that need to hear about our life experience and we always think, oh, you know, no one wants to know, to know about me but yet somebody does need to hear about you and maybe it's more than one somebody, you know. You know, I want you to start to consider, you know, what what is it that is important to you and and um, you know, to start speaking about it. You don't have to go around and preach to everyone in town, but you can, you know, speak speak to the people that that need to hear your voice, people that are in trouble. You know, sometimes you can tell that someone is unhappy or someone is not feeling their best and you know, when you speak to that person you you can be honest and open and, you know, share your life experiences and often that's what, you know, the other person needs to hear. And so um, having a little bit of courage to show a little bit of who you are is is very important. I have a, a mentor in, in um, essential oils and, uh, you know, she's a very influential people. She's done very well. She's just rank advanced recently and... Um, and, you know, many of the people that she's helped feel like they need to be like her to be successful. And, you know, she has been successful and really without anyone to be strongly mentoring here because she was in another country, you know, she's had to sort of develop things in her own way, in her own style. And she's helped many people. Uh, but for us to be successful in that business may not, we can learn things from her and we can uh, maybe copy some of the things that she does, but basically the people that we are in contact with are in contact with us because they love us and need to hear us and they need to hear what we have to say. And even the funny little stories that we tell or the small victories that we share or the struggles that we share, it just helps lift someone up and helps some give someone courage that they can do do what it is that they want to have a go at. So I just wanted to clear a little bit of energy around this safe to be seen. All right, so we're going to go into the fourth chakra. Now, the fourth chakra is about loving and being loved. And the circulatory system is involved with this, so it kind of anchors the life force in your body. And heart disorders can come up here as well. Carpal tunnel comes up as well. So when when I do these calls, I'm using my muscles to test for everybody, for the people that are listening now, the people that may listen in the future. Uh, and because energy is not restricted by time and space, you know, it will still be effective this call no matter whenever you listen to it or no matter who listens when. And so um, I just trust that, you know, the things that come up will be the right things. I, I have no idea and I don't know who's, whose stuff it is. Could be mine, could be yours. I don't know. And we don't need to know. Alright, so we're going to plug in the vibration of sandalwood. So that that's like I'm offering you a little gift and the gift is, you know, how your body would feel or your energy system would feel after we've either let you smell or put sandalwood on your body. It is very important to understand that each of the oils, the essential oils, particularly the pure ones, really help lift your vibration and help you to, you know, run at a higher level. So 
I think we've talked a little bit about this, like the low vibrations are like fear, shame, anger, uh, high vibrations like joy and peace and love. And, and, you know, we like to be around the people that operate at a high vibration. They're fun to be around. They're soothing. They're calm. They're, you know, they're, they're happy. So when we use essential oils, it helps lift our vibration so that we actually vibrate at a higher level. So um, I love who I am. I open my heart to love. I, for, I forgive easily and completely. My relationships are peaceful and balanced. I'm able to freely love without fear of rejection. I'm worthy and accepting of unconditional love. Okay, and we're going to go into the sixth chakra now. The sixth chakra is about your intuition. Um, instability comes up here. And I, you know, we all have days like that. There are some days that we're really good and we can, you know, do whatever it is we need to do. And there are other days that we just feel like, oh, why am I bothering? I'm not doing any good. I'm wasting all my time and my money and my effort. And all it takes is for one person to say, gee, thank you, you made a difference. Or, you know, does someone acknowledge what you do? And you feel like, oh, well, that was worthwhile and you keep going. So uh, let me be the acknowledgement to you. You're doing a great job. Keep going. Keep trying. Don't stop. Who you are is wonderful. You're growing. You're wonderful. Don't stop at all, ever. So, you know, and reach out when you're stuck, when you feel like you're not worthwhile. Even I have to do that. I have friends that support me and clear energy for me on a regular basis. And I couldn't get by without that. So, you know, each each of us need to um, have people that we can talk to and express our fears and share the joys and cry with the sad part. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, uh, what comes up here for this chakra as well is the active imagination in negative outcomes and, you know, catastrophizing. I think there's enough things to worry about without imagining worse things. But again, this comes from living in a home where it could be bad. Um, you know, trying to have everything perfect so no one gets upset or, you know, that, you know, no one has a problem or no one gets sick or, you know, doing everything perfectly, uh, which is never possible anyway. My intuition and awareness are gifts. And they are, as long as we don't let it become an obsession where we're worrying all the time and every moment about everyone else and what they're thinking. I focus on what I love and it comes to me. I'm responsible for the love and happiness in my life. My understanding of life grows clearer each day. My perception enables me to help myself and others achieve their highest purpose. And really that's what our perception is for, isn't it? To help ourselves to rise and to follow really what's in our heart. Because inside is our purpose. It's so clear and so strong. But um, the experiences we have, you know, the families we grew up in, the difficult bosses we had, you know, the, the school teachers that probably shouldn't have been school teachers that um, had criticised us or belittled us, they are the, the people that uh, we allowed to prevent us from believing in ourselves. And so we need to remove that rubbish from our head. We need to remove it from our energy field, from our organs and from ourselves. So uh, and let's say it's safe to release all these feelings which it's not, age 5, age 8, age 12, age 19, 23, 30, 35, 40. And there's some stuck emotions in there. 
the feeling of being competitive, the feeling of having pride. And, you know, sometimes we can have, um, you know, give ourselves credit and encouragement and other people, and that's fine. Um, to have pride is to, you know, believe that you, we can do things all on our own. And, you know, yes, there are some things we can do on our own, but there are some things we definitely cannot. And, you know, each of our life experiences, um, you know, often bring us down to earth and make us realise that, yes, I can't do it on my own, that I do need extra help and support. And I think my, forgive myself for being queen-like. You know, sometimes we like the queen. We want everyone else to do the dirty work and we want the glory. I uh, forgive myself for being stupid. Sometimes we were stupid. We do things and we don't think, and it's like, oh, why did I do that? So a funny experience pops into my head. And when I was young, I, my, me and my brother were like always fighting the next brother down for me. And I remember one day I was so angry at him. I was trying to throw a brick at him. Very hard to throw a brick. And all I did was we had a like a above ground pool, you know, with the vinyl lining, well, the brick hit the inside of the pool and tore the lining, and so then I had to repair that. So I just made work for myself and did nothing to the brother. He just laughed at me. And so this, you know, when we feel so angry about something, you know, it's learning to have better ways to vent, you know, go for a walk, go write it down, burn it afterwards, all those things, you know, phone a friend, do do whatever it takes to help offload what it is bothering you so that you can get it off your chest without having to make silly mistakes. And let's put in there, I forgive myself for my silly mistakes. Okay, so now if we say it's safe to release the past experiences, that's nice and strong, so that's good. All right, we're going into the fifth chakra now, which is the one about speaking up. And what comes up here is truth, you know, speaking the truth. Sometimes we commit sins of... um, you know, not quite telling the truth, or sometimes it's sins of omission where we don't quite tell the whole story. I'm not guilty of those ones. And the emotion here is vulnerability. And, you know, sometimes we do feel very vulnerable and we, you know, feel that we can't cope with criticism. I I know for myself, and the larynx shows here as well, I know for myself there can tend to be this negative self-talk that goes on in my head. And, uh, you know, when I look at what I've done in my life, I don't see what the good part, I see the bad part. And so it's like trying to change how you see yourself. And so when you're already seeing the bad in yourself and someone criticizes you, it it really is hard to take because you already put yourself so low. So um, in the book, The Slight Edge by Leo Widener, Widener, he he talks about writing your own creed. So he talks about different areas and, you know, what you want to accomplish in all areas, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationships-wise. And then he says you need to record this and you need to play it to yourself because the voice that you listen to most of all is your own. So if you can hear yourself talking with a, you know, a happy, uplifted voice um, about the things you're, you're accomplishing and your goals, um, it it helps you because you listen to yourself so much but normally we're listening to the negative stuff from ourselves so if we can record ourselves saying the things that we want to achieve in life and hear that in our hear ourselves say that how powerful is that so you know take some time out to think about what it is that you want to do and how it will feel when you get there so that you are 
putting the goal in sight that you want to get to. And as you share these goals with your tribe, um, and your tribe just may begin with a few ladies that you know or a few family people that you know, as you start to share um, your goals and what you want to do, they become more solid and they become more um, tangible and, you know, that you think about them and work towards it. Listen to what you what you want to accomplish. Hear your own voice saying these things. That's powerful. All right. So the fish chakra also involves keeping in what we really need to express. And it's for us to express too, but sometimes it's for the other person to hear what we need, what we have to say. Uh, I remember one time I was asked to speak at, we had an expo for um, oils. I shared some of the difficulties with my children, but some of my children have done drugs. And for me, that was really hard. I was a person, I've never even smoked one cigarette in my life, so that was like so totally foreign to me. I couldn't understand it, couldn't, couldn't fathom why anyone would do that to themselves. And so it was hard for me to accept the things that they did. And so anyway, as I shared some of my experiences, someone came up to me afterwards and said, oh, thank you for sharing that, you know. And she said she shared her own experience. And so my being brave to expose the weaknesses of me and my family as I, as I saw it helped someone else to be able to come and speak, speak out, you know, come clear, I guess, to say, yeah, I really struggle with that too. And often as mums, and even dads, you could say this too, that we we feel if our children make mistakes that we failed in some way. But, you know, that's how we all learn is by making mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes. As long as you learn from the mistake and you get up after the mistake, that's fine. Everything is repairable. Unless you kill someone, but, you know, like everything is repairable. Right. I'm comfortable expressing my authentic self. I substitute love, joy and peace for the old habits of addictions and abuse. And, you know, think here about your self-abuse, what you say to yourself all the time. That's abuse. Would you want your children to do that? Would you want your friends to do that? Would you want your family members to do that? You know, your, your mum or your dad or your sisters or brothers? No, you would never want them to do it. Okay, everything I do is an expression of love. I'm ready to put uh, my negative habits aside and express my creativity. Yeah, so how much energy we are wasting and criticizing ourselves when we could be putting that energy into moving forward and doing things that we, uh, you know, that we really want to um, accomplish. Okay, it's now the right time to express the best of who I am now. And, you know, the best of who we were before is good and who what we're expressing now and getting better at is is even more powerful. It's okay for me to sing my life song. And I think every, each of us have a, has a song. I release the fear and doubt that blocks the way to my creative expression. I express myself easily and with courage. All right, so now we're going to talk a little bit about the aura. And it's like we all have levels that we vibrate at. And so, uh, you know, we talked before about vibrations, how all how lift your vibration. So now we're just going to test some vibration levels. So the lowest is shame. So um, at this level, the primary emotion one feels is humiliation. It's where most thoughts of suicide are found. Those who suffer from sexual abuse are often found here. So let's say um, I release all the shame from past events, which is a no. 
And I think in cases of sexual abuse and molestation that we often feel that we are dirty or that we are, you know, no longer pure and innocent. But really we are. That was stolen from us. It wasn't that we chose that. So really our heart is still that way. And just because experiences happen doesn't mean that we're any less pure or innocent. And so, you know, believing that you're still that wonderful person is vital here. All right, so just clearing that even has brought us up a little bit higher from shame now um, up to fear. Yeah, so people who live in a dictatorship or are in an abusive relationship often feel this fear all the time, you know, paranoia, think everyone's out to get you, being suspicious and defensive. So I just need to clear something from this level, something in our timeline, age 15. Okay, I'll recheck the level that we're vibrating at now. Okay, it's a bit better now we're getting up to courage. So, okay, this is getting to the point where you're feeling a little bit more empowered and that you're a steward unto yourself, that it's important that you take care of yourself and that you alone, that you alone are in charge of your own growth and success. Um, so this is what makes you inherently human, the realisation that there is a gap between stimulus and response and that you have the potential to choose how to respond. We do have the potential to choose and we can allow ourselves to choose a different response from what we've already, always chosen. It does take effort and does take thought and does take planning. Having a little thing to read when you get into that negative head spin, you know, or something to listen to like your own creed. All these things are tools that you can use to help get yourself out of that where you're stuck. Okay. Okay, which leads us to a higher level of love. And that's a much better place to operate from. All right, so there's a little bit of generational stuff still hanging around. Dad's side. Dad's mum. Okay, some stuck emotions there. Uh, the feeling of being anxious and the feeling of being empty. And, you know, I think it's interesting when we talk about empty, we, we need to fuel our own tanks, you know, whether it's with relaxation, with books, with music, with poems, with friendships, you know, our life needs to have meaning and to have things that help us and soothe us and support us and comfort us. These things are vital. And we tend to think of them as luxury things and, oh, we don't have time for that or we're not worth that. Rubbish. That's all I say. Rubbish, rubbish, more rubbish. Don't believe a word of that. That's the stupid story that you're letting your lawyer in your head tell you. Uh, be, be, be happy. You know, enjoy life. Just take a moment out. You don't have to have your whole life doing that. Just take a short period to to be who you want to be. And a bit more stuff from Dad himself, and something else in our timeline. So age 19, and a bit more stuff from Dad. Uh, the feeling of being self-centered, safe to be seen, I'm worthy to be seen, I allow myself to be seen, it's okay for me to uh, give others a glimpse into my life, my life is worth sharing, that one doesn't hold, the last one. Okay, so that's a bit clearer now. Alright, and on that note, I um, you know wish you well, I have a great day.